Welcome to The Kid Is In School, where we talk about whatever we want since our kid is not here to interrupt us. But we don't have a lot of time before the bell rings, so let's get right into it. I have witnessed a miracle. Okay, so Jesus came down and sort you of. saw him <laughs> heal the blind? Um, It's similar in that it has to do with resurrection. I... <laughs> have never studied snails before, but our daughter brought one home, and every time I think it's dead, a few days later, it magically comes back to life. And did you know this about snails, that sometimes they can hide and dry up, appear to dry up, where the shell just looks empty? I didn't know that, but I do know that you've tried to pronounce this guy dead multiple <laughs> times. It's like... It's, well, one time was because... Pull the plug. <laughs> One time was because when I put him in a little glass water bottle habitat with grass inside, I put that on the flower bed and then the bottle was thrown into the recycling by some neighbor who was maybe a little too conscientious. And so when I pulled him out of the recycling, he was still in the jar and not crushed, but he looked completely dead. Like he wasn't moving at all. So I just tossed him in the flower bed and then days later... He was moving again. He was like doing a cruise around the entirety of the flower bed. Mm -hmm. So I was like, you were supposed to be dead. The next time it, the temperatures dropped so much at night, I could have sworn he was frozen to death. Yeah. And remember, I was beating myself up about it. And you go, look, he's he's going to be fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You somehow took it uh, as your responsibility for his life. Yeah. To keep him alive. Yeah. I don't know. It's like if you find a ladybug, you give it a leaf. You want it to survive in a jar. Right. Uh, maybe. I, I guess. I just think it's funny that you know knew nothing right. about snails whatsoever, <laughs> yet you had decided whether he had lived or died. And I was like, I don't think that's how it works because I didn't know he was alive when I uh, first saw him. Right. I thought our daughter just picked up a shell in the morning when I dropped her off at school. And I said, well, keep it safe. And I would put it in a little jar and a napkin. Mm -hmm. And then you picked her up from school and you sent me this video of her looking at it and it was alive. Yeah. She had it in her hand and it was crawling on her you hand. You said, did you know there was a snail in this shell? And I was yeah. like, no. <laughs> yeah. And so then you thought, because he had crawled back in, that... Oh, he's he's dead. Right. We brought him in the house, and after a few days, there was no movement whatsoever. So, yes, I should have Googled, what do snails do? What's their daily life like? But instead, I was kind of basing it off of hermit crabs. I was basing it off of mollusks. Which you know nothing about also. No, but I have experience <laughs> holding them, you know? And so I just thought, I think I know when I can hold something and it's dead. And so... I'd be the perfect patsy in a murder mystery where the victim claims to be dead and then it turns out they're alive. You know what I mean? This is a this is an old trope in murder mysteries where it's like, how did they not know he was dead? And it's like, me? I can't tell. Yeah. Yeah, I, I suppose so. Uh, so except but nobody's murdered in that. So the, what, what's the matter if you're the patsy for? Well, the... Uh, I don't know. I'm just saying. I, I'm I'm in a living example of that storyline. You're saying character. You're gullible. If yes. There was a murder, and also you could be blamed for that murder at I any time. could easily be framed. <laughs> okay. Good to know. That is definitely Or someone could fake their own death with me and <laughs> yeah. get away with it. <laughs> definitely important information to know in a marriage. Is that it is. I mean, could you fake look, my own death. If we can't get on TV through comedy, let's at least get on TV through Dateline. <laughs> okay. And some kind of true crime, okay? Do me that favor. So the real miracle that I witnessed... And I'll, you know, I'll wrap up talking about the snail if you want, because I can see your eyes glazing over. But it's that when I saw his shell 
inside a groove in our flower bed, I thought, oh, good for him. He's finally scooted into a place where he's safe. Nobody's going to flick him. He'll be safe. But I kept watching him day after day and he didn't move. I looked under the shell in the opening and it and it didn't look wet. It looked crusty, like like if someone wiped their nose a day ago <laughs> and they still had snot like crust. that little kid type of wipe. Exactly. So. Little kid with a cold nose. And I, I read that snails don't move when it's hot out because they need moisture to, they need to pull moisture from the air to, you know, generate mucus. And if they're doing it in dry weather, it's going to take up too much energy. So I thought, well, why don't I create a humid environment? So I took a little hairspray bottle and I spritzed around his area and slowly, just Just to be clear, not hairspray. You no, took a water misting water. bottle. Yes, yes because the, the <laughs> women you, know what I'm talking yeah, about. The way you just said it makes it sound like you just sprayed him with hairspray and you actually killed him. I did not put some Windex, as they say <laughs> in my big fat Greek wedding. No, I just used water. But I slowly watched that crusty shell turn into a, a little slow, like gray blob, and then it slowly dropped out, and then little antenna started to poke out. It was the coolest thing. I have a video of it. I'm going to post it to Instagram. But it was just neat. I don't know. Nature is neat for people who live on the internet. I guess so. If people have not experienced anything, a city slicker. <laughs> Did you used to put salt on snails when you were a kid or burn ants with a magnifying glass? I never really liked killing insects when I was a kid. I don't remember doing that. I remember, I think, trying to use the magnifying glass trick yes but i don't think it ever worked for me so <laughs> you didn't I, have the patience to torture the bug yeah I, well i think they moved too fast i was like i i can't get them so i <laughs> I, I don't know how, how anybody does that anyway because the bugs are moving so you have to keep that uh light on them mm-hmm. the concentrated magnified light on them to burn them well you have to interrogate them at the same time yeah. where yeah. were you last tuesday <laughs> Yeah, oh, I forgot to strap them into the chair. Right. Okay. <laughs> it's the hard-hitting questions that really make them buckle under pressure, not just the heat of the so, lamp. So, yeah, and then I don't remember the salt trick. I I, I feel like elementary school, I re- vaguely remember somebody mentioning that, uh, but I don't remember doing it. It um, would stand to reason that it just dries them out, I guess. They must turn into a snail version of a raisin. I, I don't. I don't know. That's Listeners, another... please don't try this at home. I don't want any snails <laughs> getting harmed in the making of this episode. Well, you're not even sure if that's how it works. You don't know if that actually kills them or how it works or if that just dries them out like if they were doing their normal dry out process during the day. <laughs> yeah. Like, do they turn into beef jerky when they're inside their shells? This is what I want to know. Yeah. It's hard to remember, though, what I thought of, like the different things I thought of as a kid um, that would have been a one-off thing. You know, there's things where you, mm-hmm. if you did that all of the time, you remember, oh, I knew I took the shortcut and uh, we used to jump the creek or we used to, if you fell in the creek, they're always talking about leeches. But that's because it was every day. Mm-hmm. The snail thing, maybe we did it once, but I don't remember doing it. That's funny because you're reminding me of when my, I recently had a high school reunion with a few friends when I went back to Indiana, not recent, but last summer. And they showed, they busted out the high school yearbook and I had a, cross necklace which surprised me i was like since when did i wear cross necklaces and they're like oh yeah you were really big into christianity and talking about it all the time i do not remember this part of my life at all mm-hmm. i mean that's that's a faith thing but i don't remember being like a broadcaster about it wearing the the shirts and the right the jewelry and yeah so that. if you had a little uh, glimpse into your childhood it might surprise you the things you actually did because you didn't retain them you didn't remember them. sure well i think maybe just as i'm getting older too there are people i'm just starting to forget mm-hmm. you know i don't know if i mentioned this on the podcast before but there was somebody that reached out to me on facebook that I, at a place i had worked for maybe a year 
maybe six months right out of college. I was grading tests. Okay. And they're like, do you remember me? And I'm like, I do not. I don't remember you. <laughs> no it was, memory whatsoever. No, it was years and years ago, and I wasn't there very long. I was only there for, you know, six months, a year, or something like that before I moved to New York City. You just so left such a lasting impression on that person. I guess so. It's it, Well, it's funny, I think, that some people, sometimes you remember somebody more than they remember you and vice versa is true too that has never happened to me where i distinctly remember a person and they can't place me what a horrible feeling that must be (laughs) (laughs) for someone to be like and you are that has that happened to you where you remember someone and they don't Hmm. i don't not off the top of my head but it must happen i hear what you're saying it's like it's bound to happen i think that you know as performers especially we're meeting so many people like, you know, just for example, if I do a show at Gotham Comedy Club here in New York, mm-hmm. just one show, one night and it's full, that could be 250 people I meet that night uh, coming up to me, talking to me. So I'll never remember any of them. I would not have the patience to say hello to 250 people in one <laughs> gig night. Probably seven people max. <laughs> yeah, well, but that, I'm just saying the possibility. Plus, you're performing to these people, too. So you're seeing their faces. Yes. You're Sometimes you're talking to them in the crowd. Yeah, so, so you stand out in their memory where they might not stand out in yours. Right. They might go, hey, you remember me? I was at the... I'm like, yeah, I was I in the crowd. I'm the tea guy. And yeah. you're like, I don't know who you are. And so, and, th- and just compound that by many, many... Uh, shows even if it's a small show hey there was you remember doing this show for 10 people at, at this bar right three years ago no i don't like, yeah i don't i don't remember that the closest I, I the closest i came to that was i was performing at the people's improv theater and a another guest performer looked so familiar to me and i thought i know her i i definitely remember her from my youth and so, and maybe high school or maybe middle school. So I'm thinking to myself, I really should place her, but instead I'll just say hi. Cause it's like, either way, I know I know her. So I said, Hey, it's me, Abby. And she said, nice to meet you. And I said, no, no, no. From, uh, what was it? Did we study abroad together? And she said, no. And she was very serious about it. Like, I don't know you. And I thought, oh, that is, that feels weird. And I guess I didn't know you were doing comedy now. And she's like, yeah, I'm getting into it. So it turned out during her performance, she's, it was a storytelling show. She revealed that she was a cast member on The Real World. And oh. then it all came back to me of like, oh, I only know you through television. <laughs> and it was during my youth. So it was like, no wonder she had no idea who I was because we really didn't know each other. So that was the closest I came to not being remembered. And the fact is that you did not know We never person. met. Yeah. <laughs> You weren't forgotten. I had a parasocial relationship with a reality star. Yeah. And I bet you there's going to be more and more of that in civilians, so to speak, as we go along. Mm -hmm. Because now social media is so prevalent in everyone's lives Mm -hmm. that people are going to feel like they know each other. And they're going to walk, actually meet up or walk up to each other in the street and go, hey, it's me. And it's like, I have right no ideas i bet be you're right i bet you're right i don't i try not to get invested in celebrities but it's hard for me to not feel personally slighted when one of them cheats on the other <laughs> okay like uh beyonce and jay-z uh yeah like that um i don't know if i cared as much around then but when solange was attacking him in the elevator i felt very team solange like yeah get in a good lick i don't know what <laughs> he did but you show him um now you i think are the same way when a celebrity makes a lot of money you know like a 
someone gets drafted, you're like, wow. And you really, I think, can empathize with what would it be like to get drafted? Uh, may- maybe when I was younger. I think that not anymore. You know, maybe that's one of the things about getting older, mm-hmm. uh, which is, you don't have to be old. You could just be getting older. Right. That things change. Just that, you know, the way that you move about life and what interests you. If I will, I'm going to invite Stevie Nicks into the room. Children get older. <laughs> I'm getting older. Well, that's too. the thing. When I was younger, I couldn't stand Fleetwood Mac. Couldn't stand them. <laughs> I was like, this is old people music. <laughs> And I think maybe I, think I turned. You still feel that way. <laughs> no, I think I turned turn thirty, and I heard a Fleetwood Mac song on the radio, and I was like, "Man, this is pretty good." Yeah. And I was like, "It's Fleetwood Mac." I'm like, <laughs> "I am now officially old." <laughs> That's when you knew you were old. Yeah. You know what's funny is I never I the my only exposure to Fleetwood Mac as a child was through one of those send money and we'll send you this this cassette tape or the CD of their music. So they would be among the montage. Okay. So I remember seeing like a still of them in concert and then hearing their music. Okay. But I didn't really know what a Fleetwood was, what a Mac was, I don't, where I don't, their name I came from. I still don't know what that means. I still don't know what it means. But, but I will say the yeah. way you described that was – very odd. Oh, I'm trying to be so clear. That's that's disappointing. No, I'm trying to like economize. Because I know exactly <laughs> what you're talking about. You're saying it it was uh, these as seen on TV type of things. Yeah, but, infomercials. But they were collections of music that you would send in. But the way you phrased it was, send us money and you will get this. It's called purchasing. <laughs> if you, <laughs> you purchase the music. Yeah, you could buy a TV advertisement. Yes. marketing an album that was a compilation of 70s yeah music. they had compilation albums that they would have infomercials for and they would say buy this yeah and i'm it, secretly a, an ai that your real <laughs> wife <laughs> purchased so she could go on vacation I, so forgive me if i make some mistakes i know i think that we need to update the software <laughs> um, so, <laughs> so they uh but I, that's the thing i remember that um ccr Clearwater. Credence Clearwater Creed, Revival. Yes, which always felt like an old band too. They were on those a lot. Yeah. And so any band were. that was on those compilations, I was kind of like, oh, they must not have been very good. Uh, or they were super old. It just didn't, it, it seemed like, oh, these were not the hits. Yeah. But in actuality, those were actually those were the, the biggest hits. bands and hits of the time. Now, yeah. pardon my ADHD, but I'm going to splinter off for a second and then I'm going to get back to my Fleetwood story. <laughs> that should I... be a t-shirt, by the way. <laughs> pardon my ADHD. It probably will be, <laughs> um, for me at least, on yes. my shows. Got some new merch. Um, so, th- that CCR song was used as a, they did a parody of it for marketing a children's toy, which was, I think it was called Pocket Rockers. So, it was a mini cassette tape. You could play it in your pocket and it was like a Walkman, but tiny. I thought it was so cool. And... They used that CCR song. It's like, you don't need a penny just to hang around. But it was yeah. like, pocket rockers are playing to the do-do-do-do-do. Only my friend Aubrey will remember that this is true. And <laughs> <laughs> so it's funny that you think CCR was, you know, like old because they actually used it for a commercial in the 80s. But anyway, um, the, the when my actual first time hearing Fleetwood Mac besides that infomercial was I was babysitting for a family and they said I could use their record player. So I pulled out an album that was a Fleetwood Mac and I played the song Gold Dust Woman. If you've ever heard that, that's now my favorite song by them because <laughs> it was so different sounding from anything I thought was hokey or old fashioned. So we should definitely listen. To that. And then also Hole had already released their 90s version so i wanted to hear what the earlier version sounded okay. like okay yeah there was um uh, that 
Fleetwood Mac song that I've heard recently. It's in a commercial. Do you know what I'm talking about? It has the the not Stevie Nicks singer. Yeah, it's I wanna oh I wanna be with you everywhere. Yes, Christine McVeigh. Yes, I believe it's called Everywhere. And I thought I actually heard it on a commercial, and then I heard it on it came up I think on a road gig that I was doing, and my opener was who was driving. He's much younger. He's he's like 24, 25, and we heard it and I go, man, that's, I like that song. Uh, do you know what band? He goes, no, nah, I don't think so. And then I think he, maybe he figured out it was Fleetwood Mac. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is Fleetwood Mac. This is from like the early eighties. <laughs> I thought you thought they were still dropping hits. I, I thought they it still was got it. a modern band. Right. I thought it was, cause it sounds much more like music you would hear today. Yes. It sounds like indie rock. Yes. It doesn't sound like the Stevie Nicks version or the, uh, what's the guy? Um, Lindsey Buckingham. Lindsey Buckingham version of Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> You've almost named all the members now. I know. Got... There's Mick Fleetwood, <laughs> which <laughs> explains the Fleetwood part. There we go. What is a Fleetwood? <laughs> it is him. He is. <laughs> I knew it, but I didn't know it until I know it now. Yes. Uh, uh, I love unlocking actual facts in my own mind. Like you really do know. know, but you think you don't then know. Then who's the Mac? Add somebody's in there. Somebody's a Maybe Mac. Maybe the last band member that I don't know. Yeah. So it was his truck. He drove, <laughs> Fleetwood drove a Mack truck. So 60-year-olds are angry at us right now listening to this episode. I know. Well, that's the thing. It just habits do change. And I guess we all start to, you know, as uh, Stevie Nicks said, I'm getting older too. So no. we... She I, was probably 27 when she sang she that She probably line. was. Yeah. Kids are getting older because uh, they would have kids when they were... 18 back then well it's because they started young in the entertainment industry so when you're 27 even when i was 27 that's when we got married i felt old yeah well that's the thing uh a lot of rockers have died at 27 <laughs> like 27 is <laughs> like awful. the age that we had you're right um we have uh kurt cobain we jimmy hendrix jimmy hendrix janice joplin janice joplin um the beehive haircut Who had a beehive? Uh, she's recent Oh. Uh, fairly recent. She was like so Oh, yes. Full. Amy Winehouse. Amy Winehouse. Keith Ledger. Yeah, it's well, weird that we know this, yeah, but he, yeah. 27 he's not, is he, a magic He wasn't number. a rocker, but you know. He, was, he seemed like a rocker. But to have, uh, I, I actually, um, I think uh, The Doors. Um, oh, Jimi Hendrix? Nope, sorry. Door man yes. named. Like, people <laughs> are strange. Jim Morrison. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh, I think we have Alzheimer's setting in already. What's the? That's the whole old people talk. Is that the guy that's in the thing? Mm, I think it's how people who are using too much social media talk. We just can't give them breath no. of thinking. You May- have to think out loud. Maybe, but I, if you ever talk to old people, and I have talked to many, there's always <laughs> that. Oh, they're the the, the guy in the thing. And, yes, you know, you're right. You're supposed to like figure it out just from that. Yeah. Although I said that to you this morning, oh, the guy in the thing, and you got it right away. Ooh, nice. And I don't remember who it was because it's happened more than 20 minutes ago. So I say the incorrect word a lot, and it bothers our daughter. One, because you're a literal-minded person, and I think you pass that down to her, but also because she's five. and I'm not a literal-minded person. No? I think that I take people uh, words have meanings and so if you say the wrong word that has a meaning uh-huh. and it is different than the meaning you actually have it's harder necessarily to go now i have to try to i have to decode right. that's different than literal minded sure yeah literal minded what is, is a literal minded person then i think a literal minded person is they don't get jokes 
So Yeah, they don't understand metaphors. They take things literally. Right, and I understand metaphors and I don't take things literally. Fair enough. Otherwise, I'll I wouldn't my, get comedy. I'll finish my sentence now if you don't mind. So <laughs> I learned my story. My I petite. do mind and that's why I brought I butted in. Uh, if if the right honorable gentleman right honorable gentleman <laughs> would return the floor to me. Uh, so I would say, hand me that banana, and I meant an orange. And it's very clear that I'm talking about a fruit, and there's no bananas in the house. She would be like, why did you say banana when you meant orange? It really bothers her. That's the worst impression I've ever done of our kid. <laughs> well, I, <laughs> she Nelson from The I Simpsons? Don't, I don't think that the, the, you're saying – I mean, Ralph Wiggum. You're saying things like, well, clearly it must have been an orange because I said banana. But I think that you're – Context. You got to understand the context of what I'm talking about. I think that you're giving yourself too much credit with it make, being clear. Okay, so. maybe so. But that's I mess up words a lot is what yeah. I'm saying. And you will say the opposite sometimes of what you actually mean. Too. That's so, true. Like, <laughs> I'm if not, I'm hot, I say I'm yeah, cold. I'm not going. And you go, I go, okay. And you start to get ready. You go, I thought you weren't going. No. And you're like, I meant I was going. Yes, even you're right. I said, I'm not going. <laughs> that's one of the weirdest things yeah. I do. That's And so that doesn't make me literal-minded or our daughter literal-minded. It means... You said the exact opposite of what you actually. Uh, I'm going to turn this into your problem somehow. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, so I agree. There are things about me that have changed, so I have to admit that I'm aging. But I don't feel, I don't, I don't now want to say that I'm old. Maybe when I was in my 20s and on stage in my 30s, I used to complain about being old, and I would see someone in their 40s or 50s scoff and say, "Oh, honey, <laughs> you're not old." But it, there's something that happens to us. Maybe it's internalized ageism that makes us think, oh, I'm 30 now. I've, I'm so old. Well, I actually heard Steve Harvey uh, say this on a podcast mm -hmm. is that, you know, they asked, like, what if you could be any age uh, and go back to be any age in your life, what would you be? And he's 66 now. He goes, 65. <laughs> and, and they're like, oh, really? He goes, yeah, I love being this age. He goes, I understand, you know, I'm, I'm wiser. I have it better off in my life than ever before. Mm -hmm. He goes, people that complain uh, uh, or try to make fun of you, you're old. He goes, yeah. And that's the goal. <laughs> like, yeah, you don't want to be not here. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what you're trying to do. We're all trying to get old. Mm -hmm. We're not all... You know, if you want to just be young forever, die when you're 27 mm -hmm. and you're always young, but mm -hmm. that's not the goal. Uh, so as I am going along with this, it's like we're not old, like old in the sense of geriatric, which, by the way, speaking of bands like the bands that we liked. Yes. Are now considered old. Like they're probably the ones that we were when we were kids. Yes. Are we're probably even further beyond when they came out mm -hmm. then when i heard that fleetwood mac or ccr was when i first heard them because they, they were probably 20 year old bands at that Whenever time you do that weird math it always confuses it's, me it's <laughs> they're older now than i was when i first heard well let me rephrase it okay it had been probably about 20 years between fleetwood mac coming out and us seeing those compilations and feeling like they were old. yes and so now mm -hmm. if you had Smashing Pumpkins, Nirvana. Mm -hmm. It's been 30 years right. since they came out. That's funny. And I think everybody from Gen X is now officially able to receive AARP magazine. I think that's probably correct. It's There's a... I don't know if I heard this or just some but something that somebody said uh, made me think of this. But different names for Smashing Pumpkins, like Geriatric Pumpkins or Arthritic Pumpkins uh -huh. now. Oh, because they can't smash them anymore. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Gently placed pumpkins. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's true. But I I don't know that 
it has so much to do with because we're not limited in our mobility the same way. I mean, you have a joke about aches and pains that creep up on you, but we still can we have enough vision to drive. So I feel like there's something that happens when you're when you're an actual senior citizen and your freedoms are limited, that that's the thing that makes you prepare for death. No. Maybe. I don't know. It seems like a lot of old people are like ready for it. They're like, I've done it. I'm done. I'm done. When um, they get super close. I hope that's something natural that sets in with me. Cause right now I fear death and I think I should, cause I'm not, you know, I'm in my prime. I'm healthy. Yes. And so it shouldn't be natural to want to die. But I do hope that just the way you get sleepy at the end of the day, that at the end of your life, you feel like, okay, this is cool. I'm cool with this. I have a feeling uh, if it's like you falling asleep, you'll be on your deathbed, but have YouTube open on your phone <laughs> or Sudoku and like, I've got to, I got to keep one more video, please. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> uh, and that's the thing, uh, you know, we have different habits that kind of have evolved and sort of fall into the habits that other people fall into as they start to get older like watching television programs we have our television shows that we want to watch i know you together you, you wonder how does it happen how do you turn old and then you start to feel it gradually happen i started counting gray hairs in my 20s now there's too many to pluck and count like yeah. i just have streaks and they they won't be denied and then what were you talking about tv shows that yeah. you oh habits that you have i do like to stay at home and, mm -hmm. and enjoy a good program on tv with you that's how yeah. i liked it i can't imagine going to a nightclub with you and dancing no noise all we would do is complain no i did i, I never price. and that's the thing i didn't love parties and clubs when i was younger mm -hmm. i would go though because that's what everybody was doing we're hey we all gotta go out the house is gonna go out you know so let's go in college and everything and so i would go but it wasn't really my thing well with all due respect the main motivators were not on your <laughs> checklist well maybe drinking drugs and sex you were yeah. like <laughs> Not trying to achieve you mean, that. Uh, standing in the wall uh, against the wall and just watching other people is not <laughs> what everybody wants watching to do. Watching them slowly have more fun than you. Yeah. I think uh, my I think version they're more interesting than you do. Was uh, the nerd prom that you would see on any a television show like back? Uh, and, uh, now I can't even think. I'm keeping my like a sitcom to, in the nineties. Yes, but I'm trying to think of. And I keep thinking Back to the Future, but it's not Back to the Future because it's a television show oh. where uh, it's not head of the class. It's the, step by step. It's not. Full house. It's Family matters. Um, but it's a high school. Save by the bell. Save by the bell. Okay, oh, my great. gosh. Good job. You got it. See, this is what's good about moments like this is that people can see that we are being authentically old. <laughs> yeah. And you didn't get mad at me for guessing wrong, which is yeah. good. You're not cantankerous yet. Not You're just yet. senile. We're just aging in real time. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah. And, and we got things like uh, I've started uh, going for walks. We're really scooter rides with our daughter after dinner. She rides the scooter and you slowly trail behind her. Yes. And sometimes I've been taking the adult scooter. And we'll oh, go well, that's just ride. exercise. Good job. Yes. But. That made me think this week, oh, my parents used to go on walks after dinner with me riding on a bike. And I'm like, man, is this what old people do? Is that you start going for walks after dinner, mm -hmm. the dinner that you had at 5 p.m.? And <laughs> But why is that an old thing? To me, that's a sign of youthfulness and fitness. And, you know, it's like the French walk after their meals. Oh, really? So you so know svelte. a lot of 20-year-olds that go out for a walk after dinner? What are 20-year-olds doing after they First eat? First of all, they're having dinner at 8. 
p.m. Yeah, they're having at dinner at Taco Bell at 3 a.m., according to the commercials, in a car and having fun with friends. So they're not going out to get their exercise and walk for them. They're doing CrossFit for their exercise. You know what I think when I see Taco Bell commercials of young people having fun eating that junk food is all the farts in the car. Y'all stink, by the way. That's a sketch. We'll, we'll go ahead and make that. Is the, the, how, once the camera stops rolling on all the fun in Taco Bell, yeah. then it's just, whoa, hot oh, box at the car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Teenagers laughing themselves silly while they hot box the car. <laughs> Dutch oven. Very unsexy. Very yeah. uncool. So, um, yeah, I guess, I guess you're right. Things And, you know, our tastes have changed. The things I used to think were uh, too, too adult, like capers. Even tomatoes. Yeah, but you know what? I'll enjoy a good tomato. Maybe maybe Spice part of that is salt. just how we grew up in the area we grew up where elephant ears and fried Oreos were treats and you <laughs> ate pizza and hamburgers. And then moving to an area like New York City where we're exposed to a lot of cultural foods. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's why you like capers because our daughter ate a capers and anchovy pizza and loved it. At a kid's birthday party. At a party. kid's birthday Who party. Who chose that for the birthday party? I, know, I have never. First of all, I've never even seen an anchovy and capers pizza before. <laughs> this is how you know parents are old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, kids what do you like guys this. like? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like anchovies and capers. And she was the only kid that ate that. <laughs> she, she liked it. And she has a very uh, adventurous palate. She'll try things. She will know. try anything. We were at a fancy birthday lunch for my mom recently, and my sister ordered octopus as an appetizer. And, and me, raised on corn dogs, was like, ew, it has tentacles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but she was like, I want to try that. And then she took the sucker off of the tentacle and goes, look how this is different. And I was like, please get that away from me. <laughs> As she sucks it into her mouth. Yeah. Wow, Chunk. that's really good. Yeah. She, there's nothing she won't eat. It's just pretty cool. She's yeah. very adventurous. Yeah. The funny thing is that she doesn't like certain things that kids just normally like. She's not huge into the Chef Bardi ravioli. Nope. She'll, she's had it a couple of times, but nothing really loves it. She tolerates mac and cheese. Yeah. It doesn't love mac. It, it, box mac and cheese. Yes. Box mac and cheese. But it, she prefers the deluxe kind that has the Velveeta cheese. Oh, and yeah. She, only only the connoisseurs yes, know. <laughs> the, the powdery one, she's like, I ain't into that one Yeah, so when Velveeta much. came, they, to me, it's like once Velveeta invented shells and cheese, Kraft should have folded up shop. <laughs> yeah. But the problem is that's like four bucks a box and the Kraft yep. is like 79 cents. And so people, it's, moms buy the 79 cents It's one. probably also worse for you to have cheese Whiz all over your pasta instead of just <laughs> powder. Who knows? I have no... We're I, arguing... I, I don't think any of it's good. But fake she, apples and fake oranges. But she's here. not a fan of those things yet she loves pesto bow tie yeah. pasta she gets tired of chicken nuggets which is funny to me yeah. pizza is my favorite food and she's like pizza again come on yeah she's not a huge fan of the uh frozen pizzas but she, she... likes sushi she mm. likes pad thai you know so mm-hmm. anyway and she, she will she eat... likes takeout which she... i i can respect the pizzas that i make from scratch that she, she's into those and so yeah she's a very uh adventurous and so starting so young I didn't gain that until I was in my 20s. I know. And what a shame because you're, you're really gifted at making pizza. I just want to go back because you, you brought it up and now I can't stop thinking about the pizzas you make. They're so freaking good. Yeah, well, you I have, have to wait for, once a week to have it. You can have one for your birthday if that's what you would like. Or Mother's Thank Day, both you. both coming up. Yep. The month is May. That's when I celebrate Mother's Day, my own birthday, and my mom's birthday. And uh, we just do a big thing of it. I love May because then I get my freebies from Sephora. 
Mm-hmm. Like a dentist will wish me happy birthday out of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> it makes me feel special yeah. the whole month long. You get a toothbrush with their name and address on it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love freebies and I love tchotchkes. So <laughs> tchotchkes, I, I don't know if we mentioned this in a different episode, but that's a word that you use that <laughs> I never even heard before you started using it and you use it all of the time. I will take this moment to apologize to anybody who finds me pretentious because I use words that are outside of the average lexicon, including the word lexicon. <laughs> but my mom <laughs> was visiting and she was just speaking and she was like, hmm, and other accoutrement. And I was like, accoutrement? Who, who puts French in the words? And then I realized <laughs> I do that all the time with all you. All the time, yeah. Pre- I'm like, n'est-ce pas? And you're like, what? You, there was a couple of those words that we thought of the other day, and it wasn't French words. It's just words that you use. And I was like, nobody. Ingenue. You say Ingenue. I use yes. <laughs> Ingenue too much. <laughs> no, I've never heard anyone ever in any context use the word ingenue <laughs> except you. I promise I'm not trying to sound smart. It's just the <laughs> word that, that feels the most familiar to me. And it's not because I studied abroad, because that was 10,000 years ago. <laughs> It's just because that's what makes my mind click. So whatever the synonym is, the 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 uh, pedestrian synonym <laughs> does not come to me. <laughs> I guess so. Ah, I don't even read, so I don't know why. <laughs> Where did these words come from? I told you I'm an AI. I was programmed. Mm-hmm. So well, you do have a you know birthday and Mother's Day coming up, and uh, I don't know if you have a particular celebration that you want to do. Birthdays have always been. I shouldn't say always, but the more recent birthdays, you're not a huge fan of having a party or anything like I that. I know, and, and I know you don't want me to wish I was someone else, but I wish I was the kind of person who wanted to throw a big party for myself because I think it's sad that I don't like to celebrate birthdays. Well, I... But I know, don't. I think... I don't. First of all, I would never want you to be a person that wants to throw a big party for themselves. <laughs> I think having a party is fun. I think it's a tightrope. You got to walk. Okay. Where you can't be too into your birthday but you also don't want to be the stick in the mud that's like, I don't even want to talk about this day at all. It's like right. like all of a sudden you're a Jehovah's Witness with birthdays. Like, it doesn't even matter. It's just a day like any other day. <laughs> but the beauty of not, yeah, the beauty of it being a day like any other day is you lose track of your actual age. My mom yeah. said my age to me out loud, and I was like, is that true? And then I, I was like, yep, yep yeah. you're right. I am that age, aren't I? Yeah, so, you know, I think it's fun to have a party because it gives, it's a communal, communal thing. Like, hey, we can have a party gives us reason to eat cake which you know maybe nowadays people eat cake and ice cream every day so it doesn't even matter <laughs> but it every day is my birthday yeah. when i tell someone individually so yeah a freebie ha- from starbucks have a little bit of fun there but also there are other people that are way too into their own birthdays they like, volunteer the information they volunteer nothing uh, nothing else nothing bad is ever allowed to happen on their birthday you're not allowed to be upset with them on their birthday yes uh you know <laughs> It, that you can't call them out on any crap. If, if they do, <laughs> and they're extra ornery that yes, day. They're extra irritating. You can't ask them to do work on their days. You know, for some reason they think that they're going to come into work, but somehow it's a day off for them. It's like, right. no, look, you can have a cupcake at your lunch break, but we're not going. Or at the end of the day, we're not. Yeah. Going to just not work. You today. need some boundaries on your birthday. Yeah. Uh, I may have said this on the show, but I, it bears repeating. Once, I wanted to treat myself on my own birthday, so. I um my I worked in um American Express and they were next to a movie theater at the time so at the end of the workday instead of coming home I went to see a movie and I was one of 
three people in that theater. I don't even remember what the film was. Then I went to Barnes and Noble and I got myself a cupcake and I sang happy birthday to myself. And I thought, these are the steps someone takes before they commit suicide. Yeah. <laughs> these are like a final moments kind of scene of someone being extremely lonely. <laughs> I know. Also, I'm trying to picture what movie it would be based on era. And so uh, the first one came to mind was like The Conversation or something super old. Yeah. Oh, no, no, not the Gene Hackman Conversation. <laughs> yes. But it was something like that Ryan Phillippe movie with, um, oh, that man from Adaptation that's so good. That guy from American Beauty. Who's that guy? Chris, Chris Cooper. Remember Chris <laughs> Cooper? So anyway. You just did. I almost yeah. think it was that movie, that Ryan Phillippe, Chris Cooper movie. Which, which sounds a lot like the conversation. It's like the informer, the blank. I don't, I do not know. All right. I'll give $5 to the first person. <laughs> <laughs> That's, is that a sign of getting older? Yeah. Just offering money to people who can fill this in the info a, by, for you? By the way, uh, this is a non-binding contract. <laughs> so there's no guarantee of a $5 cash prize. Yeah. My birthday, is, the, the year I finally stopped wanting to celebrate was when I turned 29. We finished a living room show at Postmark Cafe. It was a live show that we co-produced. And at the end, I had already performed. So I was sitting in the audience facing the performers and you were closing out the show. And you said, and now I'd like us all to sing happy birthday. And I was like, us all. And I turned around and it was people who weren't even at the show. It was my friends and you had invited them and they were showing up for the party portion. And I immediately went down into the basement like shortly thereafter like I let them sing the song and I waved and then I went down there and I was like oh no and it I don't know why I guess it's anxiety now I didn't know at the time I was so anxious but I just thought like I just want to go home and forget that I'm turning 29 for some reason 29 was like a death of Mm -hmm. youth to me and I also hadn't accomplished some of the stuff I wanted to by that point but now 29 seems so young yeah. So you threw me a beautiful surprise party. And then I came up from the basement. I think you greeted me down there. You're like, you're like, are you okay? And mm-hmm. then I cried a little bit. And then I came back <laughs> up and had fun. <laughs> yeah, well, I have learned that I'm not throwing any parties <laughs> ever. Not one. Unless it is explicitly stated by you that you want something like that, which you have not. You you basically say, no, I've had uh, your sister, you know, other people in our lives say, hey, are we going to do a party? Right. For your and, milestone birthday. Are we going to do a destination? Yes. Let's go on vacation. And I'm I, like, no. And I have said, I'm not doing that. Uh, I don't think we should because unless Abby says, I don't. I think we should not because I've learned. Yeah, I think it'll be a sign of personal growth when I actually want to celebrate my birthday. And it's and I want to shed myself of this ageism which says like you don't matter the older you get. I think that's the problem. Not to bring it down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not to bum you out, but I think that's the main problem behind it. Cuz why else would you not want to eat cake and have people tell you they love you? That's great. <laughs> yeah, I mean I can't think of another reason why. If you watch I can't these... think of any reason why you wouldn't want to have cake and have people tell you you love them. Exactly. If you watch reality stars on their shows throw themselves parties, you'd be like, wow, this is over the top. You're not even a celebrity. Sure, I don't even need a party. I like to end every show with cake and people telling me that they love me. <laughs> that would be fun. Well, let's go get some cake. And I love you. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Yeah, we could end the show with that. It's a Tuesday. Um, no, that was a joke. Um, so yeah, I think we threw our daughter a surprise party and that went over very well. So I definitely don't want to send this message that it's bad to get older. She keeps saying, I can't wait till I lose a tooth. Like she's (laughs) really looking forward to every milestone she'll ever hit. We should put her in martial arts then. (laughs) (laughs) Help her, help her learn. I hope you like a broken nose as well. (laughs) Yeah. We, uh, 
Well, that's the thing. Even like sports, that used to be something that I was much more concerned with. Like, oh, I really cared about Colts and the Pacers and Indiana Hoosiers, all this stuff. And I still enjoy them. I can enjoy something but not be as passionate about them anymore. Mm-hmm. Part of that is these guys are so much younger than me. Right. Like the guys getting drafted, they're ju- just out of college or they're still in college mm-hmm. a lot of them. So like the the Colts just drafted a guy, I think he's 21 or 20. You know, he's very young mm-hmm. and he's got his whole career and future ahead of him. If I was a football player, I would now be the oldest player in the NFL <laughs> now that Tom Brady was retired. Is he I was officially like, retired? Yeah, oh, right. I know. I was like, please, just Tom, stay, stick around so that we always have at least that guy. <laughs> there might be one other guy that's like uh, or two other guys that are older than me, but I think they've all retired too. So like they're it's – just, it's just a different thing to see – guys that are so much younger than you you can't i can no longer picture myself being in the nba mm-hmm. um i would you're the sideline coach i'm like there are guys that are my age that are getting hired as coaches in the nba now mm-hmm. and they go wow they're really young to be a coach <laughs> or that's what coaches were always hired at right you know, you know by the time you hit your maybe mid-30s you're now a coaching candidate on Instagram, Questlove shared a video of actors who we thought were old when we were young and their actual ages. And so one that stood out was Ann B. Davis, who played Alice on The Brady Bunch, was 41 or 43, excuse 43, me. 43, yeah. And Mindy Kaling is 43. So you just can't picture those two women being the same age. I would have put her at least 10 years older than that. Yeah. You know, it is It is interesting to see. Like, I think Wilford Brimley, uh, I don't think he was in that list, but... When he he looked like the oldest man on the planet, right in the eighties. Yep, and I think he was like forty nine or yeah. fifty. It was something where I'm like, there's no possible way he looked like he was eighty two. I know that the, what they've said is Tom Cruise today is older than he than Wilford Brimley was in Cocoon. Yes, <laughs> and, and in Cocoon they were in a retirement home, <laughs> and Tom Cruise is literally to life. hanging on to a jet <laughs> for. A, this is not even like a phony effect. He literally ha- was hanging on to a jet yeah. as it took off oh my so they could have this effect for one of the Mission Impossible movies. And he's older than Wilford Brimley is. So it Karen. really must be you're only as young, you're only as old as you feel, right? Like if you're capable of doing this stuff, like do you see yourself, let me ask you a few things. Do you see yourself dancing when you're older? I don't see myself dancing when I was younger, now, or older. Okay. Do you- <laughs> Do you see yourself wearing jeans or do you think you'll have switched over to softer pants? No, I think I will always wear jeans. But the problem is I think it's all based on what, what the style was when you were younger. You keep that for the rest of your oh, life. Oh, really? So at some point, these these kids are going to go back to wearing uh, suits and hats and <laughs> vests and everything. Because even though I'm looking at some of these teenagers now. They look like the teenagers looked when I was in high school in the late 90s. Mm-hmm. Where I'm like, you're wearing these uh essentially i guess grunge type clothing jinko jeans the, the, and the, end, the tail end of grunge era is what these kids are dressed in us now fun well i eat applesauce with every meal so there are some <laughs> things that age myself i don't like to leave the house if i don't need to yeah well you'll know you're old when you take out your teeth to then eat the applesauce <laughs> 
Thanks for joining us today. If you had a great time, let us know on social. Follow Kid Is In School on Twitter and The Kid Is In School on Instagram. Subscribe so you don't miss our next episode. Be sure to throw us one of those five-star ratings and share with your friends. Oh, and do it quickly before the kid gets home.